0: What is up everybody? Welcome to Jeff Needs Sports, a product of the Off the Ball Network. Um tonight we got a good show. First and you know foremost. I hope everybody's enjoying their holiday season and whatever form that is and everyone is healthy and having a good time and in a fairly good mood. Uh second of all you're gonna be in a better mood after this because again I've got my uh you know my uh my partner in crime back tonight I've got Dan Felton back and we're going to talk about the NFL playoff race uh pretty excited about it we did the mid-season then we did like about like kind of uh we did a quarter season a mid-season and now this is this is about the home stretch so uh it's going to be a fun show and I want to thank everybody for watching listening um and you know joining us on Twitter Facebook or wherever you're getting this Uh, we appreciate it so Without further ado. Dan, how are you tonight?
1: I'm good, Jeff. Thanks for having me back again. This is, this is our Q3 report, right? We're going to Yeah. We're just we're just making our way through the season one little bit at a time. I'm I'm excited. This this long season really throwing me for a loop now. It feels like it should be over, but no, we still got what, three more weeks to go.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And and I like this. I this is one of my favorite ones because we actually like honestly until last week when I put out my, you know, I for anybody doesn't know, I do the NFL power rankings for off the ball every week. This was the first week to where, the the basically the good teams and the bad teams separated at all. I mean, it's been you know a mix every week. You know, you know whether it's been upsets or bad losses or whatever, it's been kind of crazy. This was the first week to where I thought, like, I mean, I'm not saying that like we separated playoff teams, but I think we finally like have maybe ten teams that like okay, they're not winning the Super Bowl, right? Right. You know, for the first time, which is amazing. And uh, we, you know, we have three weeks left, and that's what we're here to do is look at the playoff stretch. It, overall, it's been a entertaining season. I don't know how good of a season it's been. I, I how do you feel about football? Like we talk about parity for years. The NFL has yeah. done everything they could to to um, break up dynasties or to prevent dynasties, more or less. You know, with with even the scheduling, the drafting process, and all that. Do just as a football fan. How do you just? How do you feel about the product? Because everybody knows this year, are all the teams average or are all the teams competitive?
1: I think I I really feel like it's been probably one of the more equal seasons they've had in a long time. I mean, the AFC is the most crammed conference I can remember in a long time, and and maybe the seventeen game schedule has sort of been a cause of that. And, and with you know another COVID season has been especially in the towards the end of the year now, it's sort of ravaging the league and all that. But the product has been entertaining i don't know if it's if the on-field product has been as good i think the games have been better this year a lot more competitive a lot of late finishes i mean it feels like it's been so long but i remember the first maybe six seven weeks of the season almost every primetime game was just that was a hell of a game to watch down to the last minute down to some sort of crazy ending so i think the the games have been better to watch but the overall product that the, the 60 minute product of each individual games here, I probably think is getting worse. I think the officiating is really oh. questionable. I think the enforcement of certain rules, I think pass interference rules in the league have gotten just completely out of hand, this taunting thing that they've done. And then now <laughs> they're just kind of not doing it. It's just, it, I, I think the rules are still, the rules have been really weird. The, the on-field product has been probably lower than it's been in the past. But overall, the games in the league have been more exciting and even. So it's been a bit of a trade-off. It's it's not neither been fully good or bad, but but I think there's something to be said on both sides of that.
0: Yeah, I I, th- I think it's um I think the the really bad teams haven't been as bad as in the past. Like honestly, like yeah. when Houston or or the Jets have had a few you know good games when they when they're playing good, they look like legitimate NFL football teams. Like they don't look yeah. that bad. Detroit is looked competitive all year. Yeah, Detroit is the a court.
1: couple of bounces away from being a four or five win team, right? Like it, easily.
0: Well, I mean, there are, what, 66-yard field goal away from another win <laughs> yeah. over, you know, a good yeah, team. Yeah. It, so, like, but I watch every week. Like, last week was a really good example. The only good game I watched last week that I thought was, like, a quality football on both sides and good teams and all that was the Packers-Ravens game. Yeah. That's the one that stood out as far as, like, man, that looked like a playoff game. That looked like, you know, d- like, both teams cared and all that not to say the other teams didn't look good, but that's the first game to where I'm just like, as a casual observer, like, wow, this is entertaining. This is high level football. Mm-hmm. This is execution as opposed to it just being close. Like the opposite of that, you know, right. was the Cleveland game. Um, that that was just a nightmare to watch. And we struggled through yeah. it on mon- Monday afternoon and uh, for whatever reason why, but it's like that wound up being a really good, like the last five minutes were entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. But it was not a, good game i couldn't point to anything even though i still think at this point in the year the browns have the best i don't know how to say it like when they're the, the best blocking scheme maybe of any team in the league sure. maybe them and yeah. them in the indianapolis colts like just on screen passes and and, yeah. and 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 runs especially cutbacks and stuff um just just really amazing execution you know both those teams are probably a quarterback quarterback play away from being great teams but i don't know we'll, we'll probably get into that later but of course um, but uh yeah so I, I just i kind of threw that you know curveball at you there but just as i was thinking about it <laughs> you just warming me was, up i know well, well i'm just i'm watching the games this weekend and i'm like yeah I, i've had I, i've had a, about a 10-year discussion with some of my really good uh friends that love football too and every yeah. year i'm like is the nfl are the games close or are they good? And there, there's a difference there. And I think there's yeah, been a lot of close games this year that aren't that good.
1: That's exactly what I was saying, is, is I think the games overall this year have been closer, which is exciting. I mean, it's been it's been a great year to watch the red zone, but it hasn't been a there great year to sit down and watch 60-minute football games. Because you're right, I mean, that Cleveland game, again, bad football, but a lot of games are 55 minutes of really subpar football with a great yep. five-minute ending. But apart from that, most of the year, there hasn't been a lot of really high-quality full games being played and the,
0: and like, I understand, you know, we're in a new uh, age of coaching here, but the coaching is also not added to it. Like this, you know, I'm going to lead you right into this, like the analytics and everything, (laughs) but some of these games, the coaches are really stepping on it. I like, I don't care like how much they wanted to, what, what everything said, Harbaugh going for two, the last two weeks, Mm -hmm. you know, in these games, the Pittsburgh game made a little more sense and the play should have worked. Lamar kind of blew it. Uh, against Green Bay, you just got a three and out Aaron Rodgers, you know, Aaron Rodgers, and you got a sack and your quarterback is really starting to feel it. Huntley, you know, it really warmed up having a great game. And then to take that away, you know, with an all or nothing, you know, play, I, I thought it actually robbed like the game. I thought it robbed the viewers. It just, in my opinion, and these coaches, San Diego, or I keep calling them San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers are, yeah. they constantly go for it on fourth down and constantly yep. don't get it. It's shot them in the foot all year. Um, I know what the, you know, the long-term numbers say do certain things, but you have to watch the game and you have to have a, like the players yeah. have a feel for the game of like, yeah. this isn't the time, you know, so um I just. Oh, you're you going to pull me into a rant. You're pulling think, me into a rant. Early well, on. it's your first one of the night. I think <laughs> the coaches are. I think the coaches are really stepping all over the game. Sometimes we talked about, you know, yeah. you know, McVeigh. Sometimes how you know you're a Rams fan, and how sometimes he, I don't know, wants to be the smartest guy in the room, or get or right. gets or gets right. stubborn. Yep. And these coaches are stubborn on this, and then they go to the analytics, and they're like, "Nope, it was the right thing to do. You can't question it." And you're like, well, I don't know. I've watched a lot of games. Was yeah. it? It's just I think the coaches of the coaches and the officiating has have kind of stepped on a lot of these games this year.
1: I, I agree. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens are are a few analytics decisions away from being a 10 win team right now. Yeah. And, and right now they're on the outside of the bubble. I mean, one thing I noticed from that Baltimore Green Bay game, it wasn't just the two point conversion at the end of the game. I mean, they had the ball on the three yard line in the first quarter. They go for it. They get stuff. They get yeah. no points.
0: All these That's the one a, that actually bothered me more than the the two point. Yeah. By the way,
1: when well, there was one the, last night with the Rams the, as well. The Rams were up yeah. three nothing, can't score, can't move the ball. Seattle's playing good defense, and right before the end of the first half, they've got you know we got a kicker who's missed one field goal all year, who's automatic. You're in a three nothing game. The the flow of the game is clearly going to be slow and and probably a grinder of a game, and they decide to go for it on fourth and two or something at like the thirty yard line. I'm like, just kick it and go to the half up six nothing. Yep. It's they points. don't. They get stopped, and then Seattle almost scores before the half, or, or kicks a field goal to tie at the half, or something. Like it's just the the analytics have seemed to have taken away from the the philosophy of a football game, which is that it is a sixty minute game, and that the flow of the game changes constantly. And yes. and however it's going at one point in the game is not how it's going to be going later. And you're right, a lot of these guys are just boiling it down to the 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 number says this. Well, then that's what I'm doing. And Harbaugh's. You know, he was cutting edge and I think he's he's cut the edge right off now like he is beyond any sort of sensible coaching now to the point where it's just, oh, I'm going for it every time. There's no there's no intuition. What's the point of being a coach if your decisions are made by a spreadsheet, right? Your job is supposed to interpret the game. You're supposed to feel the flow of the game, understand how your team's playing, how the other team's playing. And also, again. It's 60 minute game. I mean you kick a field goal last night, you know, or for or during the Ravens Packers game, you kick a field goal from the 3. It sucks, but you had three other chances to get in there and you didn't get it. Get a few points and move on. It's a long game. What do they do? They end up losing on a two-point conversion like that. But I I think it's taking something out of the sport. I know analytics people across sports are swear that it's the only way to do it. I I firmly disagree. I think there's a blend and a balance to be found and I don't think any of these guys this year have shown any sort of intuitiveness with the way they apply these analytics.
0: Okay. So let me run some of, you know, like a theory, not a theory of mine. I mean, this is, sure. I guess a theory is, so another thing with analytics is what analytics is, is you're taking years and years of data and, and you're, you're going to say it,
1: exactly what, I'm, and, what and I, am what I know what you're, you're saying.
0: You're, you're using that to, you know, make decisions or whatever. That's fine. But here's yeah. the thing: for years and years and years, coaches coached a certain way. So exactly. all the data is going to represent yes. that. But if they keep coaching like this now, and it's probably going to take, we'll say, ten years, all yeah. the data is going to be heavily against. You're manipulating. you changing the data as you as you go on. This isn't yes a thousand yes. years of data. This is just the football. Where are we at? Seventy-five. You know, years yep. of football or whatever. You're changing the data. You're you're
1: making the data as yeah, you The go. use the use of the data changes the nature of the data yes. that you're referring to and 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 you're right. That's exactly every time I I I'm amazed that you have the same exact thought that I had all weekend which was exactly that. You guys are you guys are now applying a principle that was done in <laughs> natural settings and then yes. turning into like an artificial decision-making process but therefore you're not using this data in the same situation that that it exactly. came from. So I I just don't understand it it's exactly that I'd be interested in seeing the success rates of a lot of these two point conversions and fourth downs at the end of the year compared to years past because yeah. I, it really feels like they're getting worse at converting them too because defenses are already now gearing into short yardage situational football. Yeah, you know, it's a four down it's a four it down
0: now. yeah, it's a four yeah. down game now which is, you know, yeah. that that and, and sometimes I don't mind it but I'll I'll go the, you know, opposite way which lo and behold um, I've actually got a possible playoff team to root for. Um, yeah. So I'm finally can watch the dolphins with more intent than I have in a, you know, in a while, which is kind of awesome. So I'm watching the other day, this is exactly huh. the situation that, you know, the Ravens ran or you're, you know, what you're talking right. about is the dolphins get down to the jets. And then, you know, it's one of these games that you look and you're like, this is one of those, like the underdog is just, it's, it's just mm-hmm. set in stone for whatever reason. They can't get out of their own way. Dolphins drive down. They stall on a drive. I believe they were down ten at the time, but it felt like sure. they were down twenty. But all they do, they simply kick their field goal. They take their three points and give and and give what. It, lo and behold, they they score a late touchdown. They take the lead and they win a close game. Rather, yeah. they just they just played it by like common sense. Like, no, get some points. Just keep accruing yeah. points. You know, yeah. I've always said that. I mean, if a, if if an NFL team really looks at it, if you kick a field goal every drive, you you win half your games. Like it's not yeah. that complicated. Just you keep a
1: crew in points. And I just Yeah, and it changes. It's 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 making a decision in the moment. It's it's like long-term investing, right? I mean, you could gamble your money away if you want, or you could put it and let it grow. Kick a field goal, let your let your team get some momentum. Not only that is I I the analytics doesn't, or at least it doesn't seem like coaches are using the side of the analytics, but they don't seem to ever be paying attention to how much a game swings the other way when you don't get it. Like yes. how much how much, you know, giving a team the ball at the 35 yard line without uh, after not giving up any points, you know, how much that swings the momentum back the other way. The use of the analytics and the failure in those situations is creating moment again, flow situations, yep. things that aren't going to be dissected by analytics and numbers, things that change the flow of the game. And I don't think coaches have come around to that realization yet that it is it. it's a legitimate gamble that there is an actual downside to, they seem to be so focused on the, the potential payoff that they've completely ignored the, the opposite side of it. You know, not that I believe in scared coaching all the time, but it's a long football game. And you're right. Yep. Like that dolphins game, you got those three points earlier. So at the end of the game, the situation for a tie or a win is completely different than it yep. would have been. Had you gotten nothing right. Yep. And,
0: and and you don't have dejected players. You don't, you know, and I don't, I know everybody tells me, I don't know all the Ravens right. want to go for it. Well, they're, They're players they're not gonna you know they're not gonna stand up and say no that's ridiculous um i just yeah i just i sometimes think that yeah there is a a a mentality i think you said it best what's the coach there for then if it's not about reading the room and the energy and
1: And also i mean who gives a shit what the players want half the time you're the head coach your job is to make the decision that's best for them yeah throughout the the course of a game you know if you ask
0: the defense they want to blitz every play like should you do that
1: like yeah, exactly. You're you're yeah. the leader for a reason. You're supposed to be the decision yeah. maker. You know, nobody if Bill Belichick kicks the field goal, his players aren't going to go, well, we wanted to go for it. No, they're yeah. going to they, they know they respect the the leadership and the decision making at the top. But I don't know.
0: Yeah, and another one that gets me is. um you know, I, I saw it a lot this weekend. You, you have a bad team and they're playing, well, whoever they're playing, but especially if they're playing right. a much better team, it's always like, oh, they got nothing to lose. Here's what I don't like about that you spend all yeah. training camp, you spend all your OTAs, you spend every practice, and everything is based on, you know, common, like how a football game is supposed to play out, like yeah. situational football. Well, When you have these teams that like go for broke and then they get down, you know, 17 points or whatever because all they, you know, whatever, it didn't matter. Well, now you've got a defense that is, -hmm. that's not how you train your defense. Like nobody coaches defense like, okay, we're going to be down 17 in the second. And then (laughs) it's, it's totally different. So I don't think that's fair to like your defense or your offense, you know, Mm -hmm. when, when you don't play it by the numbers, even when you're the bad team. Uh, To me, it feels like that's when you should play it as, as straightforward as possible that's how you steal these wins and that's why i think that like you know when you know like baltimore put the pressure on green bay to go score you don't know they won't make
1: them like give them a chance to fumble whatever if you get beat you get beat um yeah what if you win the coin toss you guys have been scoring touchdowns left right and center you go to overtime you're playing
0: great you can run time off the clock i mean
1: sure sure just it's yeah it's not a lot of faith in the uh, in their own defenses anymore there's a lot of this whole yeah, I mean, oh, I got to go for like the Ravens keep doing that where they're like, I have to go for the win because there's no chance we're gonna lose. We're gonna, you know, we can't win otherwise unless we get this two point conversion. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's people who disagree with me thoroughly. It's just oh, it's, I, I'm kid- I'm convinced. Oh no, I believe there's got to be was, a balance. There's got to be some sort of. I think the you, pendulum to have a feel for so it. far to analytics that it's like it needs to kind. Of, there's got to be someone who comes back and knows when to go. All right, sc- screw the spreadsheets, man. I don't need it. Not <laughs> like, yeah. not today. Yeah. So, but uh, so
0: that, that's a couple things I've noticed this year. But overall, it's been a, it's just it's been a, you know, first and foremost. I'm just, I'm, I'm glad we got a season. I'm glad fans get to go. Yes. I know it's getting a little crazy yeah. right now, and, you know, the most important thing is, you know, even football players that are missing games and stuff, they aren't getting super sick, which is, which is good. So, all in yeah. all, like the fact that we have football and we have fans in the stands, and it's been a pretty regular. Well, schedule. you would have to I'm hope not, that this is probably
1: that. that next, you know, hopefully in general, but next year that we're we're back to something more consistent, you know? Yeah. And, and I, it, it was this worry of the end of the year, like it is right now turning into a bit of a nightmare with, with, you know, another wave and that's a society thing as a whole, but you know, you'd hope that, that it's been better this year and that, and that this is, this is going to be the last sort of headache we got to get through before before maybe yeah. next year. We can have a full normal season
0: so I'll run a question by you. A guy asked me the other day, we were at a party and, you know, kind of BSing about it. And it was a great question that I hadn't even thought about this really. And I hadn't Mm -hmm. had it asked to me, but he asked me and I'm like, wow, I like this topic. So, um, somebody asked me like, we're not, you know, this is not about having a whole conversation about, you know, uh, you know, the COVID virus and all that. This is about, do you feel that we'll say 10, 20 years from now, you know, we're hoping that this was only, you know, a one or two year thing and that everything, honestly, we won't even say normal. We'll just say, like you said, consistent. Do you feel that there's going to be a time to where there's going to be an error of football or sports in general, that is going to be like tagged as they'll probably call it the COVID error or something like that. I hadn't really thought about that, but then I'm like, I mean, it, it does, you know, it, it has affected two seasons
1: severely. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but also uh, I don't know. I, the only thing that I think was been really truly affected. I mean, the NFL not so much because they've still more or less pulled off a couple of seasons in a mm-hmm. row, and especially in a seventeen game season. I know it's hectic and all that, and, and teams are missing players and all that. But over a seventeen game season, probably the the fourteen best teams or the fourteen teams that should make the playoffs will make the playoffs over the course. The the law of averages, you know, will will eventually, COVID or not. I think the NBA and the NHL having those disrupted seasons where they were gone for five months and then played in bubbles and all that stuff. That might be something that exists sort of in its own little sphere. Is that are those are that those seasons? But even they, that was only one year, you know, and that they came right back to being pretty much normal. Now I don't think it's affected sports to the level of like the world wars you know like like the oh, World no, War no, Tour, no. where they were just no, like oh we just didn't no. play sports for four years you know so, that
0: isn't i'm glad you that's an example i brought up to where there's like five years of sports there that it's like right everything during that time was weird
1: like you know this is a big gap big. in the history yeah. book right so yeah. i mean bigger I'm, fish I'm, to fry at that point but
0: yeah i just wondered he said that to me and i'm like wow i don't know i guess we don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs um you know if if a if a a really important player has to sit out then it's it's going to be a conversation but you know i hadn't thought about it either i'm like no i think it'll be all right then i start thinking about it i'm like i'm like well i don't know if you have let's say there is another year of just this kind of disruptions Mm. you know it's it's no different than injuries uh essentially like if a guy's missing a guy's missing for a game that's a big deal then you got to play you know cleveland browns you know, miss a lot of players, then they have a short week, it, it mess. And then the team they yeah. play has a weird short week. Like yeah. if, if it happened without something with that, with, with a reason that we're not used to, like say a weather event or something like that, mm-hmm. we would really be like, wow, that's a big deal. Like to move yeah. games and stuff, you know, college football is already starting to like, there's already teams that aren't going to play bowl games. Uh, first time I heard that today, there's a team. So, I mean, it's weird. And again, nobody's getting really sick or anything. So I, or I wouldn't even yeah. be talking about this. I'm saying as far as on the teams, not in the world. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's the important thing. So I wouldn't even be having a conversation if they had 12 players yeah. in the hospital or and, something.
1: And again, we hope, we hope that that's the way it goes. Yeah. I'll live with
0: that. Yeah. If I have a weird NFL season and nobody gets sure. super sick, I'm down yeah. for that. So, yeah. And,
1: it, so, and if, and if it just becomes, you know, it, you know, if it becomes a regular thing that we deal with and it, and you know, it, the worst it gets is contagious, but not deadly, then, then, yeah, it's probably going to be something more, not normal, but a consistent new yeah, normal, yeah. I guess. And, <laughs> and we'll move on with that. It hasn't overthrown seasons enough yet. I think to really be like a, so to know, really label it. Yeah. I don't think yeah. so either, but there'll, there'll be I some good documentaries about th- it for sure. But. <laughs> I think the college football season
0: is going to get really interesting in the next four or five days. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, this is a college football show though. As much as I love it, um,
1: <laughs> but I uh, check back with Jeffney Sports. We we don't college football. So speaking of injuries, Hey, I'll have to, I have to come on here. I have to come on a college show so I can rant about uh, finally feeling good as a Miami fan again. So,
0: oh wow, yeah, there are some. You know what? That that's we'll, We will do that. We will do that. Put that, that in I the back burner. Talk about put uh, it on the uh, back great. burner. Yeah, there's some definite energy flowing around down
1: yeah, there. Absolutely. Uh, with all absolutely.
0: this stuff with the transfer portal, it's it's wild. Yep. Uh, college yep. football is is wild right now and I'm I'm all for it. it, it
1: sorry, you know, I cut off your segue to the next part of the show though. No, so. no, no, no. no, no, no. I did like you?
0: that. So what <laughs> we're gonna say, we were say we we were uh we were talking about NFL injuries. So the yeah. last time we were on, we we got into some you know discussion. So you on your podcast assorted goods, you did an NFL episode um yeah. and, and I really enjoyed it. Everybody go, you know, check out Dan's show, assorted goods podcast. It's it's really good uh scripted you know, fine-tuned stuff that you guys will really like, but he did an episode on, you know, NFL head trauma and, you know, the, the, uh, the difference in how they handled the, you know, the race issues and all that that entailed it. So, you know, I listened to it. It was great. Uh, You know, I was proud, you know, that you did it. Well, then I had to wonder this past weekend, we, we had a barrage of, really, really scary looking head injuries. I mean, really, really uh, Thursday night, you know, the, the kid Mm. from San, you know, from Los Angeles went out with no contact. I mean, no, no human contact, you know, player, player contact. He went out, said, uh, Bridgewaters was scary. I mean, you know, they had to do a sternum rub to wake this guy up. My wife, like, you know, she's a nurse and she Mm. goes, Whoa, that's not, that's not, that's something you do when somebody is like really, really out, um, you know, a couple other guys I think there's a I think there was a jet carted off in the Miami game like it was one of these and I'm thinking like so I know you do a lot of research for your show you did a great show on it and then I was just kind of wanting to pick your brain of like when you were watching these and you were seeing these things how did that line up with what you now like you know know and have learned you know from looking at this stuff yeah
1: yeah well I mean the older I get the more my relationship with the National Football League is a lot more complicated I think and And the head injuries thing is something that that uh, I mean, they had their moment in the league of, you know, about eight, nine years ago when it started to, the story started to come out and all that. But they've done a really I, I don't know what the right words to use remarkable job of pretty much pretending like that was a quick thing that has been fixed <laughs> and moved on from the The reality about football is that it is simply a very dangerous sport to play in any measure whatsoever because it's not. Guys hitting each other with their heads—that does it. It's it's you know a thousand micro car accidents a year that erode your brain. And I mean, the big injuries certainly are worth the discussion because they they draw so much attention. And the Donald Parham one was, I mean, a bad look for the league, pretty much in every possible way. But as you know, Jeff, and for fans, the the new cycle of sports moves so fast and is yeah. is such a content machine that it doesn't even make a blip when it happens. I mean, it was that was pretty horrible it was to horrifying see, to watch and then it was absolutely brutally mismanaged by whoever the producer on fox was oh, running that right. broadcast to not immediately cut away with the cameraman getting in his face while he was unconscious to not cut to another camera immediately realizing what was happening joe buck made a fucking disgrace of himself uh again oh. which the way that the commentators speak about concussions the way they treat it nonchalantly it's I think the last few weeks have made me realize after researching everything for that episode uh, and and where I am now is is the league really has not made any advances whatsoever. They've done their best to do what most major corporations do in a in a in a some sort of, you know, liability health crisis which is, you know, go to court, battle it out, lose, make a huge settlement and pay a bunch of money and then try your best to sweep the whole thing under the rug and never talk about it again. And they've tried really hard and it's worked really well. It really has, but um, I think the I think the injuries like Parham's and and Teddy Bridgewater's are just this reminder again that 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 it hasn't gone anywhere, and and they're far from reaching the end of the road in terms of of making the game safe enough to play at that level. And and the the reality may be is is that football just may not it may not be possible, really
0: yeah it's really not because you know we saw especially like you say parham and bridgewater you know th- it wasn't because of a hit they took you know yeah. it was because of just and it wasn't i mean the parm one was really scary like that that that's it looked harmless ass- yeah you assume that's a product of time like you're you know talking about and then they you know when you touch on the network thing i what i guess they tried to do is when when they show him you know reaching his hands up they love to show that like I never, I never got this about the, you know, when a yeah. guy has a neck or a head injury, they yeah. they put him on a stretcher and strap him down, which like in any situation in the real world, if that happens to you, that's one of the scariest moments of your life. Yeah. They're, they're, they they're they they can't move the guy. Sometimes they can't even take their helmet off, but he puts his hands up and everybody's like, Oh, okay. Oh man. That was a close. One. Oh yeah. Like,
1: the class, the classic it's everything's fine. Cause every, I put my every, thumb up. Everything's
0: right. fine. I'm like, they they're, they're <laughs> if, if if you're carrying me out of work on a, on a backboard, um, I'm not fine. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I won't be, but I don't understand why it's always like, and that's what I think that when you're talking about Fox, they, they really missed, they really thought that that's what they were going to do. It was like, Oh, he's got his hands up. It's going to be fine. Then they find out that I forget the medical term for it, but the reason his hands were up were not, it's basically like, I I don't even want to get into like mismanage the medical part of it. It's not good. It's a, it's a more of a reaction
1: to, you know, yeah, it's his injury. brain has been, he's his got brain a brain has injury, been injured, right? That's his brain. Is yeah. A brain and the fact that exactly that, that they, the broadcast didn't really, I mean, what does he say afterwards? Joe Buck was, was on the oh, broadcast going, Oh, it must've been too cold or something like, like, I mean, how, I don't know, you know how to, I still don't know how to adequately respond to, to him. And, and guess what? Is. It didn't matter. Like nobody cared yeah. Nobody said anything. No, yeah, there was nobody, no nobody cares. These guys, know, could, it, these guys could do whatever they want. He'll be no. back and he, that guy will play again. And they'll go, look, he's totally fine. But it's, you know, again, it's brain injuries are not about what it does to you necessarily in the moment, which it can be horrible. And, mm-hmm. you know, high school level and college level things happen. But, you know, it's what it does to you. 20 years down the road it's what Over it's going to do to these guys in their their late 30s mid 40s and stuff like that so it you know researching the concussion subject was was tough because you know i played football growing up a lot and i was i was a smaller guy i took a lot of hits to the head when i was playing that looking back i i really i don't know how to really wrap my head around it so it, no pun intended but it's it, it's concerning right like it's concerning yeah. for anybody who's played the sport you know it's certainly learning about it certainly made me think about my own playing days and i i you know i wonder if other people feel the same way but it's it's you know it's something that i wish that the league had not so actively played a role in in stopping research into the subject and stopping Mm -hmm. talking about it because it's bad for their brand right it's bad for business but it's it's unfortunate that that they could have led the way in in scientific research on the subject and actually making the game safer and instead, they've sort of tried to muddy the waters and, and brushed under the rug. So, you know, it's it's again, I, I'm as guilty as any. I, I can be as critical as the least I want. And then also, I'm going to sit and back gonna, down on Sunday and watch, you know, listen to Scott Hansen guide me through seven hours of commercial free football from yep, you know, exactly. one to late.
0: Yep. I know. Yeah, we're all guilty of it. I mean, I shouldn't say guilty. You don't have to be guilty of it. It's a oh, product. it's not our fault. A, I mean, yeah, it's a know. product they put out there. Yeah. Um, but, sure. you know, we all do it. But I, I just, I thought a lot about that. Like, uh, you know, I listened to your episode I'm just like you, as, especially as I get older and then, you know, your kids get older. And then one of these days I have grandkids on the way and you really yeah. start thinking about, man, if that was my kid, <laughs> I don't, you know, yeah. w- it's, it's a whole worth it situation. And, and, and it's funny because the conversation we're having right now sounds dated. People are going to be like, right. in their mind, oh, they're gonna talk, like, yeah, oh, we've, we've, already, about this. we've yeah, already, we've already done this. Like we've yeah. already done this. This isn't what's, what's here now, but it's not true. Like right. people still have brains, people are still getting hurt. And, you know, I, I do think that some of the, I think some of the strides in football itself and techniques and stuff have gotten better, you know, sure. as far as like the way football's played just from watching high school and college and everything. But again, I won't say the cover up, but just, it's, it's always bearing the lead. Um, The NFL right. does it with everything. Uh, You, oh, you yeah. said you had so many, again, I'll do yourself a favor. Everybody go listen <laughs> to uh the assorted goods podcast the episode on this. There's so many there's so much good information and everything that we, we don't have near the time to cover. So but uh, I I did appreciate you doing that. So all right. So we'll, we'll we'll get on to what we're here to do. We're gonna talk about right. some football. After we just killed the NFL right. basically Let's said just, how much <laughs> we hate it. Let's talk football.
1: Uh, Let's just get back to the business that. then I guess. Yeah. So
0: what we're gonna kind of do here is we're we're gonna look at the divisions and then just I briefly or not briefly however strongly we mm-hmm. feel about it kind of go through like you know how we think they're going to turn out i mean we're, sure. we're down to three games everybody's played yeah. 14 i believe we're good with that so um we're
1: going to kind of i'm going to wheel over here and turn off this heater <laughs> i was going to say the uh the the weird bye weeks in this um in this season now, like I, 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 you know, for anybody who plays fantasy football this year, you know, the fact that there were bye weeks up into like the last week of the, the fantasy oh. season was just a killer. Absolute killer. I don't know. I don't know who wants a week 14 bye, but I mean. <laughs> I think they should go back to the to the five to twelve range like they used to and just kind of keep it there because this week fourteen. Stuff I do. Was much-
0: well, there were some early ones too that I didn't like. I I think they started like week four. I swear, maybe week five. Like it felt like some teams. I mean, their bye was a season ago. Um,
1: yeah, I they, imagine there's just- a TV thing about it. I really, I, I still think the league should go down to like a four, like four weeks right in the middle of the season. They should just do yeah. eight teams a week for four. Just weeks. Just get it done. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, and right. that way everyone's kind of got a mid-season sort of week off I, instead of like week five, and then you got another twelve weeks. Well, to I've play always afterwards. thought that like,
0: they could work it out because everybody they want every not they want everybody plays a Thursday game. It feels like there's a right. way you could connect some of that too. But uh, yeah, it's been kind of weird. But so, but but now we're down. Everybody's got three games left, and we know. Almost nothing. So I'm going to bring up. I am going to bring up the divisions here. We're going to start. Uh, we'll go in order. Uh, we're going to start with the AFC. Start with the AFC East, and there they are. If you're watching, you can see them with, you know, with me and Dan. Uh, we'll kind of scroll through them here. Uh, so let's just talk about the AFC East. Uh, you got Patriots at nine and five at the top. You got the Bills, who were a strong Super Bowl contender at the beginning of the season at eight and six. You know, you know, one game back, and then you got the Dolphins, who have won six games in a row um you know that would to put it to put in perspective the dolphins uh net points are minus 27 still and they're 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 in the playoff so and then you got the jets who are obviously out of the division right right now at uh 3 and 11 so afc east uh, it's going to come down to it i know new england and the bills play again um i can't i'm not going to bring up everybody's schedule but i'm so uh Basically, who's gonna win, man? Who's gonna win this division?
1: I well, I the one thing I love every time I come on the show is the only time that I ever look at the standings and see the point differential. And and throughout the season, I, <laughs> I like reacting to that sort of the moment. The the Patriots and the Bills with the two biggest point differentials in the whole league. And
0: you wouldn't guess and, that by the Bills. It feels like the Bills no. have
1: had a terrible season and and, and nothing's working, and
0: they've they they got a huge point differential.
1: Yeah, both of them have seemingly had the same thing throughout the year, which is they've they've had a, a few each huge wins where they've just blown a few teams out, and then they've had a lot of much closer losses. But I, I, I'm I'm not betting against Belichick anymore. I'm I, I've seen his whole career with New England, and I've I've learned my lesson by now. I think I think he first of all he still owns the Bills, and from what I can tell, it looks like they still have maybe the easiest schedule. From what I can see, they they play the Bills, and then they go Jaguars, Dolphins to end the year the dolphins game might be a little bit tricky but i think the game this week is going to decide the division obviously and i think the patriots will, will handle the bills they're at home the patriots get the game at home they'll have a two-game lead with two games to go against jacksonville and miami and all they have to do is win one of those two so i, I think the patriots will make out with it i think they'll be fine they're they've God. mac jones just keeps playing so well and their is yeah. the the you know best scoring defense in the nfl Hard to bet against that, really. The Bills are still wildly inconsistent. They still don't really have much of a run game, and uh, they're still sort of playing the same football they played for a few years. They don't really look like they've grown much as an offense yeah. uh, over yeah. the years, so I, I'm not confident, but you know, they're a talent-heavy team. They could easily upset somebody on the road in the playoffs, I still think.
0: I, I think uh, we'll get into it when we talk wild cards. I'm, st- I'm picking the Patriots, and the main reason I am is the Patriots' defense is just set up to yeah. stop a a one dimensional team like the bills. Uh, we yeah. we saw it in the windy game. I'd like to see that game played a few weeks ago without yeah. fifty mile an hour winds. but hey <laughs> that's 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 the stadium. Oh, we you might play. get it I mean, this week,
1: right? You might get it this week. This
0: and is- I, I personally think the bills are have a, a would rather go on the road. I think they're built, you know, if they can sneak into, you know who knows what the matchup would be, yeah. but uh, there's not a lot of warm weather. To, but say they could sneak into the the yeah. Indianapolis Dome or something. I think they. Well, become I a mean, you got you team. get
1: Buffalo on the road against say Cincinnati in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm probably not betting on Cincinnati in that game. They're a tough yep. out for whoever whoever draws in the first round and gets them is is going to be is going to be really not happy with that first game. That's not an easy <laughs> out by any stretch. Uh,
0: okay so you brought up cincinnati let's move on to the afc north this division yeah i don't know if it's good bad i i, I have no idea what's going to happen <laughs> it's uh Bengals are at top at eight at the top at eight and six but the the browns are at the bottom at seven and seven i mean it's yeah. this division's essentially tied the ravens have really let it go in the last few weeks they had a had a bit of a hold on it. They're just injuries have killed them. You know, those those tough losses have killed them. Yeah. Um, Other you know, their ha- uh, conference, you know, it's their uh the conference schedules, whatever. So they're 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 sitting in second place, but man, it doesn't feel like it. So um I don't I don't even know. I think <laughs> I, the the Browns have the Packers this week. So I'm chalking that up yep. as a loss. I don't see how they can rebound off you know, that, that Tuesday, that Monday afternoon game, and then go to green Bay. I, I just, I don't see that. So I'm kind of, I don't think the Browns can Mm -hmm. do it, but then I'm like, man, I don't know. I think the Bengals are the healthiest and best team. So I'm going to go, I think the Bengals win this division only because that tie from the Steelers maybe comes back to haunt them. I think the Ravens are, I think the the Ravens are in big, big trouble. They don't have, you know. So
1: uh, I'm going with I'm going with the Bengals. I yeah, actually, I got to agree with you. And and you're right. The the schedules for all four teams because I this is the one division I really want to look at before we started the show today. And I mean, Cincinnati gets Baltimore this week. That's probably the biggest game for them, obviously, of the year so far. There's a lot of divisional games across all four teams. They're they're basically all playing each other, so they're going to sort themselves out. But their non divisional games that that they play out of these last three. Cincinnati gets the Chiefs, which obviously that's a that's a hugely tough draw. The Ravens get the Rams, which tough draw again. Pittsburgh gets the Chiefs on the road, which is a tough draw. And the Bengals, the Bengals get the Packers this week on the road. So they're basically sorting it out amongst themselves, but when they aren't in these last three weeks, they're all going into into really, really difficult scenarios. I mean the winner of this division easily is probably going to be at best 10 and seven, you know, they, I, I don't see any of them running the table and going to say, I 0. think,
0: I think one more win
1: is what everybody, like, I think that sure. I think, I think nine and seven wins this division. Someone's got to win the division games that they're playing though. And that's the thing. They've all played four division games, which means they've all got two more division games in their which last is, three. It's that's kind of insane. how the league's set up, right? Even the Rams yeah. are playing great you know, decision by the last league. week. And
0: one of the few things the NFL has yeah.
1: done right in the last 20 years is it's fixed, paying is, off
0: fixed, is fixed that late season stuff. That's yeah. I, I mean, the Bengals are a pretty good team. They, they, you know, they, they fought one out the other day, but they're a Jekyll
1: and Hyde team though. They, they either play really good football or they play just, or they just get
0: whooped. Yeah. I just, yeah, I I just, I don't think the Browns can, I I just, I, I don't know, but they're, you know, they I say that and they just beat the snot out of the Bengals like two weeks ago. (laughs) I have no idea. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh just beat the Titans and we're acting like, they, they yeah. have no
1: chance. And last time I was on this show, I think was after the Titans kicked the crap out of the Rams. So of course, you know, now I don't know what i, I got nothing to say right. now. I, I can't figure it out. So I'll, I'm going to go with the Bengals, but I—I I have zero faith in that. I'll agree with you, but I would watch out for the Ravens. I mean, they may have already blown their chance with these two back-to-back games. But the
0: best Ravens team was what lost to Green Bay. I, I hate that for them because yeah. that they finally looked like their defense kind of figured it out. Offense looked good with you know Huntley, and then they don't win the game. It's like you know you you just you give those away you just you just you just can't get those back so yeah this is we'll go to we'll go into the afc south now this is interesting division um you know truthfully i i this is probably one of my least liked divisions in football i don't care about these teams i don't enjoy watching (laughs) these teams um i don't generally root for them in the playoffs they're just kind of like on this they're a little like the nfc east to me to where it feels like these teams are always just
1: playing each other
0: you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you yeah. ever notice? It, it yeah. feels like it feels like Philadelphia, <laughs> Washington play
1: six games a year. Like, yeah, so the Giants are always playing the Cowboys. The, I, think, I, swear, I so. think
0: the Titans and Colts play eight times a year. I yes. swear, like it, it just means nothing to me. But yeah, um, you know, I I've got the Colts. You know, ranked. I think my rankings this week they're up to six. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've just had a really good run. You can see they're four and one in the last five had a really good run. The Titans right. still lead the division at nine and five, but this Titans team, you know, just like you said, they, they, they stomp the Rams. They look really yeah. good. And then they just, they just look average and they looked, I mean, look pathetic against Pittsburgh the other day. I mean, they couldn't muster up any offense. This, this whole, oh, as soon as Julio gets there, it's going to be the best offense we ever seen. You know, no. it's going to be freaking tech mobile stuff. I tried to warn everybody. It's been it's really been a failure. You know, obviously, Henry goes out in the middle of the season and hurts him,
1: but they just don't look like they can score points when they
0: have to. Well, they just Um, don't
1: have a passing game. I mean, this is the Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill has been a great quarterback since he got there. I mean, I mean, Mm -hmm. the Titans are probably hard pressed to find anybody who could have played as well as he has for them for the last few years. But the problem is with Ryan Tannehill, as it turns out, is he is a really underwhelming quarterback when his offense is is struggling and and that's the problem is they can't rely on him to win the game with his arm. He's a good he's he's a winner of a quarterback, but he's not a game-changing quarterback in the past game. They just can't find an identity. Last time I was on the show, uh, I think I said after their injury they've got a chance to find an identity without Derrick Henry and they haven't. They I thought they maybe did, but you know that Rams game, the Rams kind of gave them a lot of their points and their offense really wasn't very good outside of the, you know, 14 points that were handed by the Rams offense, it, it they could easily be, you know, eight and six. They could easily be seven and seven. They're a much more average team than they lead on. I yeah. would also like to pat myself on the back because I think the first time I was on your show after week four when the Colts were 0-4 or something, I think I said to you, by the end of this year, the Colts are going to be right back in it and you're going to see. Oh, they- and they found they are a team that has found their identity and actually has yes. sort of... Built around who is, you know, the, the next star running back in this league and Jonathan Taylor and and Carson Wentz doesn't get asked to do a lot, but he does enough to to win. They're sort of built like the Niners are. So, uh, you know, I think the Titans are underwhelming and they're going to stay back there. I I easily would say I think the Colts are going to make me look really smart. And, and win that division before the end of the year.
0: I do, too. I think I think Tennessee loses to 49ers this to the 49ers this week who I yeah. really like right now. We'll talk about them here in a few minutes, yeah. no offense, but I really like them. Oh, the I know. I have to I have
1: to give the credit to. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> but I I think the Colts are going to win this division and I think this is yeah. a team that would love to play at home hopefully. You know, running back. Like yeah. I keep telling everybody, this everybody's. You know, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, MVP, MVP. I'm like, I need to see a running back finish the season first because we've seen this yeah. so many times. And Derrick Henry's been the only one in the you know the recent years that has went into the playoffs as a healthy running back. Um, you know, Tampa yeah. Bay just lost Fournette, who's who has been really good for him this year. Uh, McCaffrey's barely played. ZQ Elliott is up yeah. and down Pollard's out for Dallas. Like these running backs just aren't there when the playoffs start. So I need to see Taylor finish the season healthy.
1: Let me and just, let me just ask I'll, you I'll this. Tiger. Let me just ask you this about Indianapolis. Did you ever imagine at any point in the season, they would be the highest scoring team in the AFC? No, no. Yeah, but they are. No, they they scored more points than they scored more points than the Chiefs. That this this grinded out. Carson Wentz is leading the highest scoring offense in the in the AFC. It doesn't make any sense, does it? And I know they, he's they not look, leading. I know he's not leading it, but still right, but Hey, hey, that's who's <laughs> a
0: quarterback. But their their defense is like I really like their defense. I like how they play. Yeah. And it just you know if we're gonna again, we just gave all this credit to New England, like Belichick, this yeah. and they look good, and I believe all that. Indianapolis just beat them. Pretty 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 yeah, slowly. Pretty
1: pretty, so if, if, and, if and maybe if I believe New England's good, then I gotta believe
0: Indianapolis is really good. I
1: agree. I agree. And and I think serious consideration and the thing about the Titans and the Colts this year is is the difference in the head coaches, really. I think Vrabel is a guy who seems to get his team prepared for about fifty percent of the games they play, <laughs> where Frank Reich is a guy who seemingly inspires his team to to yeah. not get down by like an 0-4 start, or I or however bad they started this year. But that's that's impressive. I think if the Colts finish with you know ten win two or three of these last games, ten or eleven wins, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, Frank Reich deserves a Coach of the Year look. Turning a team around from that bad of a start, I think, is a is a testament to a great yep. coach, but also a testament to what the seventeen game schedule has done. Which is that for teams to start zero and four now, I, like I, we were saying before, one extra game feels like almost a month of football oh, yeah. extra. You know, it's it gonna feels like a longer season. You really gonna, have a chance to turn it around, and, and this division's weird. I mean, you got the two, yeah, you got Houston and
0: Jacksonville at the bottom, who are just dreadful. Yeah. Uh, the
1: uh,
0: a weird story. There's not even anything to talk about. Is that Deshaun Watson has neither had you know any yeah. anything come up on the personal side, any. Hasn't played. At all. what a weird story that is! You know, oh, for those Houston.
1: Yeah. Uh, two of the worst offenses in football. By, by oh, just dreadful. Jacksonville,
0: Jacksonville's just terrible in every facet of the game. Then you know, <laughs> with all the firing coaches, and it, it's just been a mess. Once again, this division, like I just don't care enough to like care about it. But, well, uh, then let's let's move on to the let's next. Let's move on. <laughs> I, I I'm picking Indianapolis. I think they're a really good team. Um, and I'll stick. Do with we need that. to so, touch
1: on the Chiefs real quick and acknowledge the fact that they. They, you know, yes, to we Denny do. Green, they are who we thought they were. They've, they've... We,
0: they are exactly. They, you know, they were dead and buried. Yeah, we we saw this with the old New England teams maybe ten years ago. Like uh, I remember yeah. actually a game New England played against the Chiefs. This was probably with Alex Smith's Chiefs. It's when Kareem
1: Hunt, them. when Kareem Hunt went off for like two to touchdowns. And and they up, were like time week. for time for yep. Brady
0: to move over. Is this yep. Hoyer's? I think it was Hoyer. It's Hoyer's team now. Blah 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 blah. Next thing you know, I think I think. New England won at least two Super Bowls after that. I'm not
1: sure how many times Um, they were told that it was over and Brady was done and washed and all that stuff. But Jeff, any, any sports talking person on planet earth, whoever, whoever writes off a team with a great quarterback and a great coach, you know, I don't know what you're doing. You you should take up a science show or something because I, I, you cannot bet against a team that's got a great coach and a great quarterback over the course of a season. And also again, a pretty good team, like a, a very They're, talented team. They're yeah, not the yeah. Seahawks, you know. Like they, they've got a good roster. They're kind of figuring it out. I, I still, I think Mahomes
0: is. I think Mahomes has learned a lot this season. Like I sure. think a lot of the, I think a lot of the criticism was was true. Um, I watch yeah. a lot of, uh, you know, tape of him to try and figure out what I'm missing with Mahomes. And you know, yeah. he was, he was, he was scattered out of the pocket, and he was throwing balls up in the air. But he kind of figured it out. He's kind of dialed in. And, yeah. you know, they've won seven in a row. They look good. Uh, Kelsey looks like he's, I was starting to think he was starting to miss a step. And now that seems back. Tyreek Hill's yeah. figuring it out. Um, this team's really good. Again, you just brought it up you got a good quarterback, you got a good coaching staff. They can score. Defense yeah. is a little better. Uh, nobody yeah. wants to play them. <laughs> so I, I think the Chargers just, uh, they've kind of, They've missed their chances. You know, they, it was just an overtime. Yeah. I mean, let's let's be honest. We're an yeah. overtime away that we're talking about the Chargers and Chiefs being tied. So it's not. Well, and not just that, that over way, the
1: course of the year, I, I'm, you know, I, how bad the Chargers defense has been over the course of the yeah. year is alarming. I mean, that is. That is essentially why they hired Brandon Staley. He's got the number one defense with the Rams last year. They basically said to him, we got a good quarterback. We got offensive weapons. We've got a lot of talent on our defense. You're the guy who's got to turn the defense into yeah. a dominating force and let the quarterback simply do what he needs to do to, to, to win the game. And Herbert's a hell of a quarterback. But how bad their defense has been over the course of the year is concerning, I think, when you brought somebody in specifically to turn that side of the ball into something really good. he hasn't done it so far
0: and when they the thing about the chargers it feels like when they start to lose it just goes like yes uh, uh, you know i'm not saying they're but it's just been one of those teams to where like when it starts looking bad like okay it's over but then when they look really good they've beat they've beat some teams soundly it's it's just what we talk about it's this year's nfl i think the chiefs i'm pretty i'm sure the chiefs win this division um i don't think they're as I don't think they're unstoppable, but I think they're a really good team, and they can sure. absolutely win it. Win it. Could Super be some Bowl. good games in the playoffs
1: with them. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the wild.
0: Ones. Yeah, we'll talk about the wild card uh, picture yeah. here in a minute. Um, NFC East. This is Cowboys. I'm, they might yeah. have even clinched last night. I don't even know, you know, if, if they haven't. But regardless, they're ten and four. they they're three games yeah. ahead of Philadelphia. Surprise, Philadelphia team. Uh, I like this Philadelphia team just because I like yeah. teams that. Just keep playing like professionals and 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 building wins, and all of a sudden you look down and you're like, well, they got set. They're seven and seven. Yeah. They're seven and seven, just like they're you know they've they've won one less game than the Buffalo Bills and teams that yeah. we expected you know to win Super Bowls. You know, I love the way they fought through it, but you know the division's going to Dallas here. They are trending
1: up. I think I think the way the Eagles are sort of pointed straight in the up the the upwards direction oh, yeah. next year. I you know who knows? You can always be wrong, and I often am, but. Next year, I would I would think that uh, I would think that they look like a team that's headed in the right direction. I I, I have to imagine for Eagles fans they they've probably warmed up to Nick Sirianni now and Jalen Hurts and all that. Mm-hmm. You know they seem to have built the offense around them and and all that. I think once they get Devonte Smith next year with another year under his belt, I mean they're gonna. I wouldn't be surprised if they press the Cowboys next year for that division. They they do look like a team that's got something working uh, sort of as an organization.
0: And they're one of these weird you know these teams too and, and you know no. It, we probably don't bring this up enough in the NFL, but a lot of it is—I keep saying this about the NFL—it's—it's it's who you play, when you play them, how healthy they yeah. are. Like I look at the Dolphins—they've—they've they've had a great run. They've won six in a row. They're on fire. They got a chance to make playoffs, and they've beat—they haven't beat a good quarterback in six weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like outside of Lamar Jackson, they destroyed the the Ravens. That was a great win. Everybody else has been you know, either rookies or backups or, or or things like that. But that's how you yeah. compile victories in the NFL. The Eagles have done a little bit of that. You know, they beat the teams they should, but that's all you got to do in the NFL. And then you got to yeah. figure out how to steal a couple games. And that's what the Eagles have done. We'll talk a little more about them, but I think we all think that uh, uh,
1: Dallas is winning that division. Yeah, they yeah, may made- the far less far less excitement in the nfc divisions that's yeah.
0: for sure uh here's another this division's actually this division's one we're going to the nfc north the packers have clinched division they look yeah. really good right now i've got them ranked number one i feel i feel that they'll finish the season in my rankings as, as the best team they're they're pretty healthy right now Rodgers is playing good it looks like they've got a plan this is a team that can play anywhere in any element which is gigantic uh they can beat you on turf and they can beat you in the snow uh that's what for i've sure. always liked about you know the aaron Rodgers teams you know yeah. he, he's he been kind of a knucklehead this year but it's it's not affected anything on the football field as
1: of yet even except when he, for that you know, weird week one game where he threw the game away i still say so yes that's right <laughs> that's right threw i that stick game by my conspiracy thing. theory i stick by it but the, 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 they're running away with it pretty much. The the oh Vikings. Yeah. What do you think about the Vikings? Because I'm curious your thoughts on this. Are the There's, Vikings in there. that head coaching purgatory where the guy clearly isn't that good of a coach, yes. but they're stuck. It's a little bit like the Jeff Fisher thing, right? Like yes. he's going to win oh, eight game. That's another year. one. It's really hard to fire him, but they're going to have to make a decision on Zimmer. soon. He's it, which is funny because he come, you
0: know, he came from the Bengals who were coached by yeah. Marvin Lewis, who was the num- all time. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, he, he's they're getting by. <laughs> yeah, you know, so no, no, he. I think he's got to go. Nothing against Zimmer. Um, it just it doesn't feel like he's got to hold this team. Just this team. I asked last night on Twitter as I'm watching, you know, because I'm yeah. watching him play this week, or maybe it was a couple nights ago. And there's been football for like eight nights in a row, but I know. I was gonna I, say I, how rare. <laughs> I essentially said. I can't explain why the Vikings are this average but they they have talent they have a they have one of the yeah. best f- complete rosters in the NFL and everybody's like well it's because they're passing games bad I'm like no you're missing what I'm asking why yeah. I'm why? not I, I understand what's missing well, it's just like why.
1: uh it's just like the Chargers, which which is that Zimmer was the defensive guy how is your mm-hmm. team so bad every yeah. year every year they get they seem to have seven or eight games where they're giving up 35 points and it's and just they the, give
0: them up they give them up at crucial times that's their thing. yeah yeah like they blow a lot to, of games if you it's need just... to beat minnesota you can it's yeah it's so frustrating the best Except way to beat the,
1: minnesota is to wait for them to give you the chance to beat. i them. Mean, think
0: about pittsburgh played a terrible game and had the ball and a, a yeah. tying touchdown in the guy's hands um yeah it's it's this team but and then i watch them i'm like there's talent everywhere you know cousins is fine and here's the you know what yeah. though? They're seven yeah. and seven, and I think they're a seven and seven team. Like I'm not yeah. shocked that they're seven and seven. Here's the thing yeah. about the NFL, nobody can go five hundred this year. So I really like that. That nobody can go right. five hundred. So but uh yeah, Green Bay, you know, ran away with the division. They're 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 by far the best team. Well, yeah, and that's they're, but you yeah. said
1: that nobody could go five hundred, and and like you said, that coaching purgatory, which is which is the difference between eight and nine and nine and eight this year, might be getting fired. It's gonna look so, it's
0: gonna look giant. Um yeah,
1: nine and eight might get Zimmer another year. And sorry, Vikings fans, that would be that would be less than ideal for you,
0: I think. Yeah, I think Fisher is a, a good comparison, too. So yeah. we'll move on to the NFC South. Now, this one's this one's decided also. Tampa Bay is going to win this division, even though they just played one of the worst games of the season against yeah. the Saints the other night. Um, yeah. It's inexplicable um, how, how they can lose to the Saints like they do. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like I say, they... they their injuries is injuries are starting to take its toll on Tampa Bay. They're gonna win this yeah. division, but I think they're gonna limp into the playoffs. They just added Le'Veon Bell, which is useless. Um, <laughs> the guy he just the guy cannot play running back. He I don't think he wants to play running I back. Agree. I he, agree. And he, he believe me, when he got signed to the Ravens, my wife's like, Oh, this is awful. And he 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 couldn't stay on the Ravens, and the Ravens yeah. have no players, and he yeah. couldn't stay on the Ravens. And they're a favorable run. Yeah, he team. couldn't
1: like, beat out Devontae Freeman, who who most yeah. people thought was just completely out of this yeah. out of the league now. But a- no,
0: absolutely useless signing. It, it, there's that, no effect whatsoever. Yeah. You know, the receivers are up and down. They're they're dinged up. They're they're good. I know that Tampa Bay is really sure. really good. Well, but no just, Godwin though.
1: I mean, this the God's Godwin huge. Intrigue.
0: I feel terrible. I really really like that guy. Too. Yeah, one of my yeah. favorite
1: players. And that's sort of the thing, right? Coming into the year with the with Tampa Bay, same last year when they won the Super Bowl, was this is the most stacked offensive mm-hmm. skill position group. And then at the, this point of the year, the way a season unfolds, you're right. Yep. They've got serious issues with Antonio Brown that stem beyond the football field. Godwin's out for the year. Gronk is still Gronk about half the time. And then the other half of the time now, he just looks like he is stumbling around yep. out there. And then all you've got really is Mike Evans and, and maybe Scotty Miller. And Mike you know, Evans
0: is touch and go with injuries, he's too. Go- like- yeah,
1: he's a bit of a ghost at times this year, too. And then, mm-hmm. you know, if Fournette's hurt, you're stuck with Ronald Jones. It's The roster looks very different, you know, like you say, when yeah. the healthiest teams are the ones who usually get the yeah. best chance to win the Super Bowl. And it's really hard to, to you know, every team that plays in the Super Bowl the year before always has a bit of an attrition issue the next year mm-hmm. where they really just have a hard time staying healthy. And it looks like that just might be, they like you said, they might limp into the playoffs, get a home game, but you know, if they get someone like San Francisco in the first round, you know, that's, that's going to be a really tough matchup if they're not fully healthy. Yeah, exactly. So so I'm glad you said San Francisco, let's get into
0: the, let's get into what preseason looked like the best division in football. I think it proved to be not as good as we thought because Seattle took a step back, but they're still, they're still a really, really good bad team. Like that's not a team that you want to play on any week and they're, and they're, they're the bad team. Um, you know, Arizona's trending down but they're still a good team and they had some really good weeks uh the Rams are playing good football right now San Francisco's playing awesome football for the last yep. two months really um yep. I love the NFC West this is a tough one I'll I'll, I'll go first I think I, I I think the Rams win the NFC West I think the Cardinals are again Kyler Murray it's just you know I'm not calling him out or anything I'm just simply saying when he he starts getting dinged up it's a different mm-hmm. team and I just I've always said they put, they put such a load on him and yeah. the, the extra hits, the extra running around. It just, he looks a little worn down again this year, late in the season, you know, Hopkins is out till I think they're talking maybe NFC championship game time. Now yeah. Like he's, he's out, Um, you know, that that's huge. And it's just a team that's a, that's a, it's a little banged up at a lot of positions um, and attrition kind of took its toll on them, but they padded their wins early. So they're going to get into the playoffs. That's awesome. Right. I don't think they can win this division now. I think the Rams, uh, last time we talked, the Rams were in the middle of their. Right. It, it was a rough stretch. Like to yeah. where we were like, what's going wrong? Everybody's like, we should, you know, we, they'd be the same with golf and all that, which I do have a yeah. great question about that here in a minute. All right. But, I think the Rams have kind of figured it out. They they look really physical right now. A couple of weeks ago, they played a game to where Aaron Donald looked like, like yep. the best player in the league again. I like where they're at. They're gonna win They're I think they're gonna win this division. I think I, you know, 49ers are I think all yep. three teams are gonna make the playoffs, which, you know, again, I said at the beginning of the season, I'm kind of sticking with it. You know, they're pretty good. I mean, be Arizona could miss the playoffs in the NFC. We'll look at the wild card picture here in a minute. Yeah. I don't think they will. But uh, I, I'm picking the Rams, man. I'm just going to I'm just going to take straight forward. So well, NFC West, I mean, your division, you tell me. Tell me about the <laughs> NFC West.
1: Well, you know, putting aside my really noticeable bias and and the flag behind my shoulder here. But I, I do actually think the Rams are going to win the division as well because of just what a downwards trend Arizona's. And this is this is, you know, uh, not to sound like some guy coming up with the next meme, but late season Kyler is kind of becoming a thing. After two or three years in a row, you're right. He really has a hard time making it all the way to the end of the season healthy. And the way he plays the game at his size and his mobility, he starts to his eyes start to focus a little bit more on what's directly in front of him mm-hmm. when he starts to get banged up and pressured more. And it, it seems to be the case again this year. I mean, losing Hopkins is is killer. They have no chance to go anywhere without him. Really, AJ Green is the number one receiver, is not a good look for them. And he, he has not made a great effort at times for Arizona this year. And it's cost them. I, I think they're just, you know, football's a trendy game. And I think that they're headed in a direction that they're going to be a tough play for anybody, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Arizona after being kind of like the Steelers last year, start really, really, really good and look really, really good. But, you know, trend downwards for the second half and go out in the first round. Certainly possible. San Francisco, I don't think can win the division just because it might be too big of a hill to climb. Yeah. Rams and Niners play Week 18, which you know you'd like to think could decide the division, but it's still a two-game lead. If the Rams win, you know one more game, they might be two up with two to go, and that just might be too tough of a of a climb for San Francisco. But I would hate to have to play San Fran in the first no, round. Of nobody
0: the round. wants to play San. Francisco
1: I want no business, just like the Colts. I want nothing to do with them in the first round, and and whoever gets them, even the Rams. That's that is not a that's not an exciting prospect for anybody because they look really good and 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 even dare I say if they really hit their stride championship worthy, I okay. mean it might. Yeah. We'll get okay. We'll get into
0: that here in a second. Um, yeah, I'm setting I think you up the Rams, for the next one, Jeff. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, good call. I think
0: again, I think the Rams are fine, they're better than they would have been. Yeah, if, you know, if they kept golf, they've had a pretty tough schedule. They did lose a couple stinkers, but they won some really good games too. Like, we sure. can't forget
1: that they've won some good games. And oh, um, they beat Arizona with, with you know, they had to replace Jalen Ramsey with a guy who had never played it down in the NFL, yeah. who was literally falling down for part of the game, and they still managed to pull it off. And also, I sort of recant. My frustration with them earlier in the year when they picked up Miller and OBJ and said, you know, oh, you can't just buy a championship, blah blah yeah. blah blah. I, you know, I should have used my brain and known that in football, like unlike other sports, it takes time for guys to settle in. And both of them have settled in. Both of them are making plays. You know, most of them are are fitting into their roles really well and are are playing. They're both trending upwards in in a yes. direction as well. So it seems to be it's just a matter now of whether or not Sean McVay can can. Have an identity because, you know, like you said, they played a couple of great games where they where they dominated up front and it was a completely different sort of look for an offense for the Rams. And then just the other night, last night, they seemed to go right back to what was not working before and try to run that offense against Seattle. And lo and behold, it was a tough game for them to get anything going. So if they can find that physical running game identity again, especially if they get matched up with the Niners in the playoffs and, and even in the weekend 18 game, I mean, I think that's the only way they're going to actually be a competitive team through the playoffs is if they can find that identity. Also, Sony Michelle um, uh, clearly has become the number one running back there. And, and and something I'll say
0: about the you know Rams too, and the, and this does matter. At at their best, they're really good. Like, if yes. every team plays their best, the Rams can still do it. You know, they've they they sure. they, yeah. they, they they've got a high ceiling, which is what I like. Just like we talked about the Chiefs. When the Chiefs play their best, they're really, yeah. really good. You know, as to where some of the – like, the Titans' best is is good. But I don't yeah. know if right now it's as, it's as high as the Chiefs or the Cowboys, you know, or whatever. Right. But Packers you, have too, yeah. to, you have to be able to do that first for yeah. it to matter. The <laughs> yeah. NFC is yeah. really interesting because th- the bottom line is – a bunch of warm weather teams are gonna to have to somebody's gonna to have to go through Green Bay. It's the Green the, Bay, the, the Green Bay getting number
1: one. I mean, the, the Rams Packers game, um, I think looking back is probably gonna be the biggest game of the year in the NFC because it may come down to the end that that the Packers beating the Rams in that game when they were in that slump. It may have been maybe the difference between the NFC championship game going through Wisconsin yes. or going through beautiful sunny Los Angeles. Can I, huge difference i've
0: said that all year too like everybody asked me like why why isn't green bay number one in your rankings i said as soon as they get home field and right now they're they're in line for yeah. home field i will give them the number one seed because <laughs> that's a real home field advantage most teams i don't yeah. care that is that's brutal like you yeah. you 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 know the, the rams got away with a decent one there last year and you know it still took a tough loss but yeah. um but the weather was not bad you're lucky to get to if you go to green bay that it's not yeah. just Brutal. Um, and yeah. that's a real factor. So so uh we'll lead that in. We talked about division winners. We'll we'll start talking about some wild card teams here, and I'll get your thoughts on that. So we talked about the Chiefs, Patriots, Titans, Bengals. You know, Colts are the fifth seed right now. I think we both think the Colts are gonna make it in, even though yeah. nothing by by no means is it guaranteed. Right. By no means is it guaranteed. Then you got the uh, Chargers hanging around at the sixth seed right now, and then you got the Bills at the seventh seed some combination of Colts Chargers bills two of those teams are getting in I think uh yeah. Ravens were the number 1 seed 2 weeks ago they're on the bubble now at 8 so we'll look at the uh, in the AFC we're going to look at uh, you got the Ravens at 8 you got Steelers at 9 you got Raiders at 10 and you got Miami at 11 but Miami is deceiving because if they went out, they they steal a bunch of tiebreakers. So um, all of these teams right. are seven and seven. The Browns are the twelfth at seven and seven. You'll clear down to the Broncos, thirteen yeah. at seven and seven. Like your thirteenth. an amazing best team in the AFC. Is seven and seven. So I just got to ask you, man. Um, you know we won't dig too much into schedule and
1: tiebreakers and all that. Yeah. Who's get Who's getting the wild card spots in the I, AFC? I, I, well, I'm still betting on the Colts, first of all. And therefore, also, out of the two of them, the Titans or the Colts, I think they'll both make it. Both know, barring, barring some sort of collapse, uh, I think both those AFC South teams will go. I, I'm amazed at how many potential scenarios there are. Because <laughs> I, I still think maybe there's going to be one team who won't make it who will be a real serious disappointment. Possibly the Chargers, the way their defense has been playing. Possibly the Bills, because if they take I, a loss to I, New I, England... I, they're on the I, outside looking in with two to go. So I, I think mean, the Ra- I think the Ravens are are
0: are just out of gas. Um, I think it's yeah, if be they a don't game. win the
1: division, yeah,
0: yeah, they're a good team that I think is going to miss the playoffs, and it's it's yeah, yeah, it's just one of those years.
1: And you're right, by the way. Well, first of all, again, red, they've been so badly injured all year that the attrition of a seventeen game season is catching up to them. But also, what you said earlier, they I think they've missed their chance. I think the fact that they could have at least mm-hmm. won one of they those games. One of those. You know, at least a Steelers game that was kind of an ugly game where they were in control. They they've missed the opportunity because I mean, one of those turns into a win, we're not worried well, about the, it. They're the, they're the, in the, the driver's seat of the division and all that, and they'd be fine. But we'll find out. It looks like the AFC North. Most of those teams are going to miss whoever doesn't. Whoever wins the division is in, and then maybe everybody else is out. I I don't like the Raiders, the Broncos. I don't like the Browns. None of them don't. None of them have anything to offer really. The Dolphins. I wouldn't I again trends matter and I think they're trending upwards so I think the Dolphins might might make a push and maybe, and maybe be the, the team Dolphins that knocks get, the bills
0: the out get the Dolphins get to play Tennessee and New England I mean they get they, they yeah. got a tough schedule coming up but they also got huge wins coming up
1: yeah they're in control of their own sort of schedule there I, I would mm-hmm. have to say I'd still bet the bills to make the playoffs I think they I think they have too much talent to miss the playoffs you know it could be my famous last words but you know the Chargers the Chargers, I, I I have to believe that good quarterback play from Herbert will will eventually prevail. So, I like the way it looks right now. Maybe the Dolphins eke one of these teams out, but other than that, you're right. I think the Ravens without Lamar are just a team trying to make whatever they can work. It's and, just too much. I
0: I personally just think yeah. it's just too much with the, you know with yeah. all the injuries. All right, so we'll switch to the NFC. We talked the NFC is interesting too. There's not as right. many teams, but there's some really good teams. You know, we talked about it. You know, Green Bay's in, Cowboys in, Buccaneers in. Now yeah. we get down to as of now, the fourth seed is the Cardinals, which we just talked about the NFC West. We don't think that's going to hold up. Rams are at five, but they both have ten wins, so more than it's would be really. I think both these teams make the playoffs just because they have a two game lead, you know, i would be shocked if, you know, but 49ers could run. So we got 49ers at the six seed. I think the 49ers make it just because they're playing really good football right now. And they've got a, they've got a one game lead on the Vikings. As of right now, we talked all that shit about the Vikings. They're in the playoffs if if the season ends tomorrow, which is the worst. I
1: would season. love, I would love for the Vikings to make the playoffs as the last seed in the Rams. Because if the Rams take the division, I believe they move up to second behind Green Bay since that yes. tiebreaker. Uh I would love for them to draw the Vikings in the playoffs in the first oh, round. Okay. So, so I hope Minnesota makes it if that's the outcome. But I <laughs> uh, you
0: wish for, man. I know, I know. Every time know, a team thinks that every time a team thinks that I don't want to play I'm telling you right now, I don't want to play Justin Jefferson in any facet. Like that, yeah. that guy, that guy's a game changer. Um, so you got the Vikings at seven. Now, the bubble is wild in the NFC. You got the yeah. Eagles, Eagles are eight, they're on the bubble with seven and seven. You got the Saints at nine, at seven and seven. Then you got the Washington football team at six and eight, and you got the Falcons at six and eight. Now, they're a stretch. Uh, just because they have to basically win two more games to get in. Yeah. Um, I don't think much of them, uh, you know, you got help the Saints get to play the Dolphins this week. Dolphins have a really tough schedule down the stretch. Right. I think it's going right. to, I think it's going to catch up to them. That's why you don't hear me rant, you know, ranting and raving, but I'm happy for what they've done. I think that the playoffs, I actually think, um, and I don't know. Now that I look at it, I have no idea who's
1: going to grab that seven seed. I be I be, be putting my money the on the Eagles. The Vikings have the Rams yeah.
0: this week. I think the Eagles are going to make the playoffs.
1: So do I. So do I. And I think I think the fact that the Eagles are playing three division games to close yes. out the year. Yeah. The Cowboys game is going to be tough, but hey, division games are always weird. They're weird. You know, they're very weird. I I mean the Eagles winning all three of their last games. They got the Giants this week, then they go Washington and then Dallas, I think. So Yeah. I mean Washington and the Giants, those are a couple of, you know, weak teams. The Eagles should win 9 games. They should win at least nine games, and you're right. I think the Vikings playing the Rams this week is is going to knock them down, put them at seven and eight, and and I just think the Eagles might run away with it. The Saints are so weird because I don't know how you can <laughs> ever put your money on a team that doesn't have a quarterback. They can't. I, I, they I don't understand what happened the other night with the Saints. I don't know either
0: it was a it was a some weird universe I,
1: none of it makes sense like so why i don't just, gamble on this sport at all is exactly, oh, I, so it, why i don't put money
0: down on these games yeah, they, i i think i think the eagles make it um everything else we we just talked about it i have no idea what's going to happen with the 40 i need like i love this nfc west I the cardinals honestly i don't care if they miss the playoffs um i've kind of I've seen enough of them. They had their shot and they're fading. I need the 49ers in the playoffs. I love this team. Oh, they're going. I just love the way they play. I love, I just, I've just latched onto them. Debo Samuel is, is my, like, if I was a 12 year old, that would be the jersey I'd be asking for, for Christmas. (laughs) I love, I just, I've loved him since he was a rookie. I just, I just, and it's not because of the gimmick thing, like. I he's just such a good football player. I just, I really yeah. just enjoy why wa- I just enjoy watching. I don't, him you know what? I him.
1: hate that. I hate that idea of it being a gimmick thing yeah. about him. He's, he is a talented person. The idea that yeah. he gets used as a running back being like a detriment to who he is as a it player. Drives like, it drives me. It drives me. Also, if you if you watched any of this guy at South Carolina, he was used as a gadget player a, there too. He's, he's, he's just everything a great, man. great football player. This he's, is modern yeah. football. I think yeah. this is the future of football. We're we're seeing it. I mean, like basketball, have, Jeff. It's positionless stuff. You know, it's it's, you. it's, it's got like got the Rams cool. use Cooper Cup. They put him in the backfield. They well, make okay. I'm about to go right at Cooper
0: Cup ramp. I'm glad you let me in. Please. This, okay, he's having one of the greatest seasons in NFL history. It's just the yes. way it is. Yep. And here's my thing: Everybody is already arguing about Jonathan Taylor over a quarterback for the MVP. If yeah. you're going to tell me Jonathan Taylor is the MVP of the league, then Cooper Cup is is the MVP preach. of the league. Preach, like, Jeff. Preach. He's, he's doing. He's he's blowing <laughs> statistics out of the water. He's having one yeah. of the best seasons we ever seen from a wide receiver for, for a great for a, you know a playoff team that we've seen in a long time. Uh, this guy's doing everything. He he makes he makes other receivers on the field better um not not well, only that he's he's just he's doing great so like if you're good if if they're if yeah if the only non-quarterback anybody's throwing at us is taylor i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa. then cup should be in the conversation too sure. because like every like he's got more yards and like all that stuff like
1: he's on he's he has an opportunity to break calvin johnson's record record yes i know he he you know is playing an extra game this year but they're there's an outside chance that we might see the first ever 2000 yard receiver this year, you know, an extra game or not an extra game is not, you know, one game out of a, you know, a season like that where most league leaders in receiving yards are usually maybe 14, 1500 for a guy to get 2000 would and, be, and Unbelievable. We're
0: talking, we're talking in modern football, though, with other receivers on the field. Like when you talk about a running yeah. back, what, what Taylor's doing is awesome. I'm not trying yes. to dismiss it, but what I'm saying is he's the running back. There's not five running backs, and then you're 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 splitting it up. Like Taylor's That's getting true. the ball. Like well, Cup is well, doing all this. NFC, Cup, is, it, Cup is doing all this in a modern NFL offense with other receivers.
1: Yeah, and he's also pretty clearly the guy. He's been the yeah. guy the whole year, and no defense has found an opportunity, any sort of way to stop this guy. He was. Mm-hmm. Seattle was playing good defense last night and he just finds himself open, repeatedly finds himself open. He he
0: is just this guy that's found a way to, you know, he's got this, the, the West Welker like technique of like finding the open hole, but he's athletic enough to run every route like that. So like. He finds holes in the zone, but with Stafford's arm, which we've talked yeah. about this a hundred times, this is why they went and got Stafford. He yeah. can find the holes in the zone. They might be 35, 40 yards downfield, and Stafford can still, ex- you know, use them, and that's been the difference. Like, yeah. you know, you take what, what Cup does, but he does it farther down the field. So, like, he just gets 20 and 25-yard
1: chunks, yeah. like, left and right. And the way, they use to- him. the way they use him, they line yeah. him up everywhere. Anywhere. Everywhere. He plays slot. He plays out. He plays us. He plays a sort of like a, a tight end, you know, to help with chip a lot. And run plays. Yeah, it's he it's, plays out of the backfield. He block. He he is. He returns punts. Even yeah. he's you know, he's an MVP candidate receiver returning punts, which you think would never happen. So, yeah. yeah, he's he's. I think people have a hard time wrapping their heads around a guy who who looks like him, yep. who who plays like him. Being the best receiver in football, but mm-hmm. this year he is by far yeah, the yeah. best receiver in football. You know, overall is a different argument, but right now there's no one he's even had the, in, he's had the best season. He has had the best, above yeah. and beyond everybody. A triple crown winner is is an amazing feat, and he's yeah. pretty much you know three games left, another good game or two in the next couple of weeks. He's pretty much got it locked. Yeah, he's you know, under- barring some you know five touchdown performance by somebody, but. We'll no, see. I it, always appreciate it, 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 a cup rant.
0: Yeah, yeah. It just it just kills me because like this that's it's it's Taylor and then quarterbacks and I'm like whoa well, whoa whoa whoa. Let me ask <laughs> you
1: this. Let me ask you this. Okay, if if the if the MVP is typically best quarterback award, right? Mm-hmm. Then who right now is the best quarterback in the league? Over the course of this of the spectrum of the whole year, Kyler Murray's fallen off a cliff and was hurt for four weeks. Brady's starting to look a little iffy. You know, especially with his roster being shaken up a little bit. Stafford's been up or, up or down. Uh, who else do you have really right now? Aaron Rodgers is maybe th- the default you're going to go I with. I think but- Rodgers is the default. Like I, th- and, and, and
0: Andy's, you know, like you say, he's still playing good. Like I think Stafford's done great. I think if, if you yeah. take out those, yeah, he did. There was that stretch though. I mean, it happened. Like I don't know what to yeah. tell. Him. Like, sorry, Matt. Like I saw it. Like you had, you had a bad <laughs> stretch there. Um, yeah. uh, you know, you know what? Honestly, it's skewed because of the workload, but Josh Allen's having a really, really good year right now, considering he is the entire offense. (laughs) Um, So I, you know, I would honestly, the truth is he's probably the most important player of any team, you know, of any player. Well, I guess Aaron Rodgers is the most important, but Josh Allen, what he does for his team is irreplaceable, but that's, that's his team's fault. That's not his fault, but he, you know, he's playing really well, but yeah, that's my point is like, nobody's, nobody is like putting these, yeah. The record numbers up that you can't deny like you know brady yeah. through like week 10 looked like he was going to do it and then you know he's come back to the pack a little bit you know that's uh if this was the year but it, the fact of the matter is aaron Rodgers is probably going to get it that's just sure. that's just the way it is they're going to be yeah. like wins a so. default to him yeah yeah and it's not so, that he's been i mean he's that and here's the thing though everybody would say well yeah but you would take Aaron Rodgers over any position player like that's just right. the truth like because sure. that's how important the quarterback position is but i got to tell uh, you
1: I, I don't think the rams are anywhere near 10 and 4 without cooper cup we lost no. robert woods and that was a tough loss oh. and we're lucky that we got obj in to replace him which which you know luck of the draw really That they they signed, they signed him and then robert woods tears his acl but if it had been cooper cup who went down i think i think 10 and 4 would be you know you know eight and six uh you know me like the, i don't think the rams were anywhere near the same team without cooper cup as they as another team is and i know a quarterback is irreplaceable too i i don't i don't disagree with yeah, that, that, but, that and
0: that's the problem with you the know. award is like if you're going to do that then like okay well then nobody could ever win it but a quarterback because we understand yeah. that that's the most important position but it's also not fair because there's only one of him like right you know you know it's, it's you know there's yeah, honestly like if we could all go through the tape and everything, there's probably a there's probably a freaking left guard that's the best player yeah. in the league. That just because <laughs> yeah. of the way that we view football, we don't know. Um, of course, you know, you know. I tell you what, honestly, I think an, another guy in the MVP as far as what he's done for his team. I think Miles Garrett has carried the the Cleveland Browns yeah. this year. And, yeah. uh, I, I saw him limping around the other day. I got serious concerns. If if he's hurt, if he's dinged up at all, um, I yeah. don't think the Browns have a chance. That guy has been an absolute force. Um, Kind of remind me of, you know, Donald, yeah. a couple, you know, I don't know, pick one of the six seasons that Donald's <laughs> been the you know, best player in the league instead of just the almost best player in the league. But yeah, uh, TJ Watts had a really great season
1: keeping, you know. Oh, Pittsburgh let me in it. let me well, it's in my head. Take this opportunity to say what an unbelievably great year Robert Quinn has had for the Chicago Bears. And oh, my nobody goodness. has even no, noticed the knows. He's playing as good as he did when he was in his peak with the Rams all those years ago. And and it's just nobody's even noticed he's got 16 sacks this year. <laughs> Shout out to Robert Quinn. Good to see him. St- I, I'm glad yeah, I to see it. him still productive.
0: And I believe he's uh, I think he's close to setting some all time records for the Bears, too. I think I heard him say the other day. And yeah, yeah that's a, that's organiza- that organization's got some had some good players funnel yeah. through there, to say the yeah. least. Uh, Absolutely. Shout out to Robert Quinn. You know what? Yeah. That's what Give I, when up. I originally started my podcast, it was guys like Robert Quinn and Cooper cup that I'm like, this is what it's based on is, you yeah. know, it, it's, it's not the, it's not who they want to tout on sports that are not that cup hasn't got. I mean, I think everybody recognizes cups had yeah. a great season, but it's, yeah. it's just, you know, I just want to shout out that like how great of a season he has. So the last thing we're saying, wild cards, I need you to right. pick, you know, one of these wildcard teams that can actually win the
1: Super Bowl. It it pains me to say it, but I'll say it because it's true. San Francisco, I San Francisco, mean, 49ers, only two years, only two years out from being, you know, pretty much in the position to win a Super Bowl, although they blew it. Yeah. But I mean, they've been there before. This is mostly the same roster, minus, the, you know, a few pieces here and there. They're, you know, they, they play the same formula that they did that they did then be more physical than most of these sort of spread teams. I don't, I I would hate for the Rams to play them in the playoffs because I don't think we could beat them. The Niners play classic winning football. Good defense, good running game. Don't ask much of your quarterback. And Debo Samuel, unlike you know, a few years ago, he's changed their offense and given them like a modern identity sort yeah. of in a hybrid sense with their power running game. They they run the ball really well, but he is the guy that they use to stretch the field. So as long as he's healthy, I think, and as long as Garoppolo is you know, not trying to do too much. He's it, it's I, all healthy. We don't want to it's play.
0: If you, if Kittle's healthy yeah. and Samuel's healthy and Garoppolo's healthy, which is a lot to ask for this team in three weeks, sure. let's be honest, me and you will probably do a show in three weeks before the playoffs. And we'll be like, yeah. can you believe that all three of those guys got hurt in the first quarter? But right. That's, that's right. how footballs worked this worked. Well, they've year.
1: got a healthy defense again, right? They missed last year. All those guys missed the whole season, right? They missed that. They had an yeah. awful year defensive oh. injuries wise. And and you know they started they're slow this Raven, year, too. but they're, they're selling in. They're yeah. the Ravens, yeah. of, they're the Ravens of this year. I think
0: I, I I picked them to win the division, but as of right now, they stand at five. I think the Colts can win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, com, even considering like how they started the season. Uh 49ers, yeah. I think. Uh, you know, the Bills, I hate to call them a wild card team. They're they're having a terrible season. I really don't think the Bills can win the Super Bowl. I really no, just think there's something missing there. I think I think they can be beat by too many other teams. There's
1: just something missing with the Bills. Um, Yeah. Well, the Bills are like the Titans. The Bills are like the Titans in the sense of both those teams are in the playoffs the last few years, but as each year has gone by, they seemingly have not evolved into something different at all. They seem to be coming back with the same formula, the same strategy, the same sort of approach to their games. And you think hasn't been working these years past to come back again and try it again. I don't, I don't think they really have it And the Colts. I mean, the Colts are going to go to the playoffs and, and teams are basically going to go, all right, how about somebody who isn't Jonathan Taylor tries yes. to win this football game. And that's going to be on Carson Wentz and, and Michael Pittman. And, and I don't, again, I don't and know.
0: Again, and again, I need to see Taylor finish the season healthy before I decide. Sure. On, on the yeah, especially a
1: 17 game season too. I mean, that's a lot of work for these three football, more games. You know, yeah. Yeah.
0: You're going to yeah. try and get 160 yards a game on him. Three more games. All right. One last, yeah. quick, one last quick question. Yeah, out of all these teams we talked about, we're up to probably almost twenty teams that can make the playoffs on both sides yeah. of it. Who's the most surprising team that you think can actually win the Super Bowl? Like, in any small percentage? Like, if you saw them win it, you would go, "I think they can." But I would, I, but I would also be like blown away by it.
1: Uh, probably a cop out answer, I guess. But but I I actually firmly believe it. it. I would not be surprised to watch New England win the Super Bowl. I oh mean I hadn't even thought I, I, about that. I know, I know it they, I know they, they really snuck up on us this year completely, but h- how you bet against this this coach? I mean Belichick just he how, how does he do it, Jeff? It took no him idea. a year. He he basically ran Cam Newton out there for a season and just well, you know I, held I, over, you know, still won I seven games last year. Secret. I
0: think that's the secret. He doesn't get dug in with like forcing square pegs in the round holes he he yes. he, rec- he drafted the quarterback quarterback was like oh he can run the system see you cam like he didn't li- he yeah. didn't like Cam hang around there was no reason to have him there like every player's yeah. got a purpose on a Bella Belichick team yes so like do like he- you got a position do your job and do it well and we'll be fine but I don't have yeah. I don't have a spot to like you know if you- that's why some of the guys have failed over the years that are so talented like Ocho Cinco and stuff mm-hmm. they just didn't they never they never fit in their job category, so it just never yeah. worked. He doesn't try to force them in. He'll just let them, like, oh, my, that's my bad. That's my mistake. Yeah. Like, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. there's a they reason got, why. They got, he, they, he, they, he's got six Super John.
1: Bowls. Six Super Bowls and, and the greatest receiver he won any Super Bowls with. I know he had Randy Moss, but he didn't win a Super Bowl. He with didn't him. win a Super Bowl. But the best receiver he had outside of Gronk was Julian Edelman, who's, you know. Yeah kind of the hall of very, okay, pretty good kind of player, but like he, he doesn't, you're right. He is a, he's a master of the toolbox. He, he knows yep. he builds, he gets guys who are capable of individual skills and then he knows how to use them to perfection. I mean, the defense especially is is insanely impressive that he's put together a defense that they look good. good. He's gone well, back to his basics as a coach is, is build with a well, really good defense and a quarterback who doesn't make mistakes.
0: I like Belichick. He builds from it. It's he's one of the few coaches that builds from the back up. He builds the yeah. secondary and then worries about the defensive line later. I mean, don't get me wrong, Udon is having a great season. His linebackers always play good. Great player. Yeah. But another thing, you know, the NFL has had to go back to, you know, zone defense. Like that, there's they play so much zone mm-hmm. now because of because of these great quarterbacks, and you can't hit anybody and blah, blah, blah. And Belichick is awesome at the zone defense. He ran like yeah. when he ran it against Buffalo. Allen and that wind had no chance because there's just there's not enough there's not enough room, you know, for error in you know in when Belichick runs that zone defense. Yeah, he'll give Mahomes trouble with it. But I think the rookie quarterback will hold him back eventually. Nothing against him. He's had a great sure. rookie season. He's he's fine, but I think it'll eventually hold him back. I think the one team that would shock everybody, but also I would be like, Yeah, I see it. Because when they play their best, they're really good. That the Cincinnati Bengals win the division, yeah. they get a good home game. Somebody knocks off the Chiefs, whatever, and in, in some weird freaky game. And yeah. they get they yeah. get a matchup with the Colts, you know, or something like that. And everything works out. And then all of a sudden in Super Bowl, for whatever reason, you know, they've let's say they've got, I don't know, some stupid thing. They got the Vikings or Cardinals. Sure. I can I can somehow see this weird alternate universe to where the Cincinnati Bengals win it with their talent. Yeah. On, on a turf field and I'm like what the hell just happened? I think
1: the Bengals are are a coaching question to me. I'm not sure Zach Taylor is is, you know, again, they're they're a very I'm, inconsistent team. Some days, some days
0: team. I'm up and some days, but what I yeah. like about the Bengals, their their defense is getting a little better every week, a that's little more true. aggressive and that's a little true. more. And that's what that's what happens in the playoffs. These defenses get fired up and they yeah. take the ball away. You know, they get a couple interceptions early. And I'm not saying they're going to do it, but I, I right. think I honestly I have them because of how everything will work out, I have them, you know. Uh, I think I have them above the Bills, probably, as far as a chance to win the Super Bowl. I but don't there's think gonna there's going to be some... a team in the—because Here, here's the reason why. Only one team yeah. can come out of the NFC. That's right. the thing. right? The right. NFC is better top to bottom. Only one team can come out. So you only have to beat right. one NFC team. And then you just got yeah. to—and beat... we've
1: seen every AFC team get beat by bad teams. <laughs> and, yeah. It's it, that's you know, why so it's it, so even. They've all the everybody in the AFC has won good yeah. has impressive wins and confusing losses. I mean, Tennessee, for example, after they beat the Rams, we thought, Oh, it's a team. Geez, look like how great they're playing without Derrick Henry. Just imagine what they'll do. What do they do? They I mean they lose to the Jets, they lose to the Steelers. They they've got a really confusing resume. The AFC yeah. is a bunch of confusing resumes. Yep. The NFC is is got a lot of teams running away that are sort of falling back to earth towards the end of the year. So yeah. yeah, and it we know, be an we saw, thing. we saw Cincinnati take Green Bay to uh,
0: you know kick,
1: uh, basically field goal yeah. kick competition.
0: So like we've seen them play against a good team, and that was that was a different Cincinnati team. I'm just yeah, I'm not picking them. I'm just saying I would not be, I I, I wouldn't be scared to put a, a a tad bit of money on Cincinnati winning the Super I'm Bowl. I'm I'm
1: I'm really interested in seeing the the sort of. These, the first round of the playoffs in the AFC, I think are it's gonna be really going to be the matchups before we, Yeah, yeah you're exactly and there. and the way that the way that everything finishes, because they're so tight right now. I mean, again, everyone's within a game of each other with three games left. Uh, the home away flips that we're going to see at the end of the oh. year with these games getting worked out teams that would have been fourth and now they're six or, or third. And now there's, you know, fourth or fourth or fifth. Like it's where they get positioned at the end of the game, at the end of the year here in this final three weeks is going to set up very different scenarios in a very even conference. And here's what we know: it's going to be
0: the best week. <laughs> it's going to be the best. Week be the best week eighteen we've ever seen because yep. it's the first. Uh, it's going to be pretty wild. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, the red zone week eighteen is going to be uh, a site oh, to yeah. behold. So Basically many playoffs. playoffs. And I like how. Nice, uh, and and I like how now the NFL another smart thing they did they shift the time yeah. so teams can't watch other teams play and all these things so. Yeah. it's it is going to be an absolute uh sh- shootout at the end of the season so hey man um this has been a blast again uh Absolutely. we covered a lot of stuff but I, I feel like it's really productive um again of course tell everybody where they can find um uh sort of goods and fucking a podcast
1: yeah yeah uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at disinformed dan is the handle uh you should listen to the sort of goods podcast uh, every episode is just me kind of picking something from the world and 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 sort of doing a little extra research and diving into it, interesting news and history and all sorts of stuff. It's just my it's just my brain spilling out into an audio format and uh, <laughs> making it interesting for you. And uh, my other podcast is the fucking a podcast. That's f u c k i n e h. That's Canadians up here. Uh, just comedy podcast. Just just you know the classic two guys having a conversation. It's me and my old me and my longtime best friend and, and former college roommate. Uh, my buddy, Matt, we just talk, we just talk about the world and all that. So if you're looking for something that to keep you entertained, you know, there's two options depending on which kind of brain you have. So uh, check those out on any podcasting app that you have and, uh, and hopefully you'll stop by. But Jeff, this is so much fun. I love doing this. I, I can't wait to come back for the playoff episode.
0: Yeah, we will definitely do a playoff episode. Uh, again, Dan, thanks for coming on. You're always prepared. Uh, you always bring great knowledge. We have great conversation. Of, we love your rants. Um, you know, <laughs> it, I, I always like as I reset now and then uh, we'll watch the last three weeks. and We'll figure it out and then we'll
1: set something up. Um, I prepare to be very, very wrong about a lot of things, Jeff, as always. <laughs> Of course. So, hey,
0: everybody out there, enjoy the holiday season. Uh, Don't make it too stressful. Take some time to yourself. Be healthy. You know, just be, you know, be nice. Have a good time. You know, a few drinks, whatever, whatever it is that you like to do. Just try to enjoy the holiday season and not get uh, not get too overworked by it. Um, Because that's not what it's about. So I want to thank Dan for coming on. Check out Jeffney Sports anywhere you listen to the podcast. Check out Off the Ball Network uh, for all the other guys stuff. And uh, again, happy holidays, Dan. You know, you have a great uh, holiday season, man, and we we'll, we'll see you, you as all well. Soon.
1: Take care, everybody.